You're listening to the Entrepreneur Ignited Podcast, where we aim to simplify online business so you can make more money. Now, here's your host, Derek Gale. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Ignited Podcast. This is your host, Derek Gale, and today I have what I would consider one of the God, the founding fathers of, of internet marketing, someone that's been earning a living online uh, longer than just about anybody I, I know, and uh, really empowering people, other people to do the same uh, for a very, very long time. So without further ado, I'd like to uh, welcome Marlon Sanders to the show. Marlon, thanks very much for uh, being here today. Hi, Derek. Glad to be here and excited to talk to you. I don't know if I'm a founding father, but I do have claim to having been uh, doing this full-time longer than most people. So we have a lot to talk about, and I'm excited uh, because we actually haven't got to talk uh, uh, that much in a, in a couple years. So it should be a pretty interesting conversation between us and letting people listen in. Yeah, I think so. I think I think over the past, uh, God, 50, it's been over 15 years. Now, how long have you been online? When did you get started? Well, I was marketing on AOL and CompuServe pre-World Wide Web, and then I was hired to be a copywriter for a marketing guru at the time who spoke at Gary Halbert events and so forth. And this thing came along called the Internet Pre-World Wide Web Day. So Phil was the owner of the company and was marketing on the text-based Internet. And I was his copywriter. And then the World Wide Web came along. So, you know, uh, he was aggressively doing what he could on it at the time. He saw the opportunity, but it was still so new he didn't fully understand how to cash in on it. Yeah. So then we started doing seminars in, uh, what, I think 1996. We Through Phil and through that company, we hooked up with a seminar company, and then we started doing the seminars around the world in 96 on Internet marketing, and then we started doing the Boulder seminars yeah. in 97, I think, or 97, 98. Yeah, the Boulder seminars. Wow. That was the very first internet marketing seminar I'd ever been to. Those were like the first four four or five. I think we were doing them, and then um, there was maybe one or two others, but there certainly weren't many at the time. No, and I mean, if you were doing internet marketing events in 1996, those had to have been one of the, if not the first events in that space. Yeah, you know... um, there was maybe it was viewed as maybe the only event, but I think there were probably a couple others around. You know, Derek, it's funny because you have such a a self centric view of the world, and so there's <laughs> things I've heard about, things I didn't even know about that were going on because it's such a big world out there, right? Yeah, for but, sure. Yeah, but anyway, it been around a long time and seen so many changes, especially Derek, as you know, the last few years. The, I, you know, I when the internet came along and World Wide Web came along, the pace, everything accelerated, and in some ways you would have thought things would have slowed down, but it, uh, it seems to me they're getting faster. I don't, I don't know well, if they are or not, but it seems that way. You know, and, and I agree. I think they are getting faster, and you know, this is definitely something I want to explore with you today. Uh, and I, I think – now, here's my take on it. The reason I think it's getting faster and faster is because the barrier to entry uh, from a techni- technical standpoint is so 
freaking low now. I mean, when you think back to, let's say, the, the late 90s, right? Like, if you wanted to build a, a, a web page, you needed to know HTML. And you needed to, and it, ordering systems and stuff like that. It was complicated, right? Like, it wasn't easy. But now, you've got things like lead pages, click funnels. You've got, you know, anybody can go in there and, and set up pages. you got PayPal to take pay. So i got to figure it's this barrier to entry so low. Now there's even more and more people that are jumping online. I know that's my take. What do you think? Well, I think that's a great point, and it's interesting because, yeah, my first affiliate program was with something I'm sh sure you remember, Hypermall. Dwayne over at Hypermall had <laughs> custom programmed his own affil that affiliate software. Yeah. So I was on that before uh, a SOS track, mm -hmm. and, you know, not a lot of features back then, and then <laughs> eBooks. My first ebook was in Dream something. I don't even Dream Book or something. It was, you know, you just had so few tools. But you know, it's interesting, Derek, because there's there's lower barrier to entry, and yet there's a higher barrier to entry. And I'll explain. Is that you have just thousands of people coming on now, but one of the differences is. You know, I see people that have been in the... Okay, let me give you an example. The other day, I talked to a, a really talented guy, 19 years old, 19, Derek, yeah. 19, right? A kid. He's doing SAS software with a team of programmers, and his launch designs for his products are like drop-dead amazing, and he's doing video that looks pro, and he's 19. Wow. He'll do a million dollars this year. And you know, so what I'm saying is you have people coming on the internet today who are brand new. And so, but the, and there's a low barrier to entry, but man, they're putting out high quality stuff, I guess is what I'm trying to say is it's not like that you got these people coming on and they're new and they're doing really shoddy pages. Mm -hmm. And I mean, Partly, I think you mentioned click funnels and some of these new tools, lead pages. Uh, and I'm not sure how some of it's getting done. I see some stuff from relatively new people, and you're like, wow, that look. In fact, just before we started talking, I sent you one. I mean, the guy may have been around a long time. I'm not going to mention his name, but he may have been around. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know who yeah. he is. He just popped up out of nowhere, and his graphic design is like jaw dropping. Yeah, it it was fantastic, but that page, yeah, and this is what I love about it. It's and, and you're right, I I'd never heard of this guy before, but it was a fantastic presentation, right? But you know that the technology behind that, I'm pretty sure all he's using is ClickFunnels, a couple nice screen caps, a professional photo, and some stock images, and 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 he's created this incredible presentation. So you're right, the bar has been raised as far as your minimum level of quality to actively participate and compete. Uh, you know, there's no question about that. Uh, you know, and, and that brings me to, to an interesting question. Um, you know, you've been involved in this for a very long time and, and you were a copywriter. Were you a copywriter prior to the internet as well? Yeah, what happened was, well, when I was writing for Phil, I mean, the he well, he the World Wide Web didn't exist. The text-based right. internet existed. Yeah. But we were doing, you know, he he did he had a, a direct mail driven business. So I was writing direct mail and then 
uh, and a catalog business. I wrote his he had information products and a catalog. I wrote his catalog and so forth. Uh, and they did a lot of phone sales. So they did direct mail and they did phone sales. The direct mail drove the phone sales. And they had a they had a really slick thing. This company that later I spoke for, a seminar production company, they were doing 900 numbers at the time. But this is a big company. It's a $3,000 a day, 900 number seminars. Mm-hmm. And they were sending Phil 60 leads, new people, phone, inbound phone calls a day, 60. Wow. A day, a day. So he, he had zero lead cost expense. Yeah. Zero. So yeah, I was writing copy for him and then the World Wide Web came along and then he hired uh, Lou Williams, who was trained in copywriting as Gary Halbert said was his uh, mentor, Thomas Hall, way back in like, I don't know, the 40s or 50s, but Lou was trained by him. And so then Lou kind of helped me with my copy, edited it a lot and so forth, right? Uh, So that's how I got into this. And then I was writing for clients. Like before I worked for Phil, I was trying to learn to be a writer. So I wrote freelance a lot. Mm-hmm. Some of it good, some of it not so good. And then later after I got pretty good, you know, I had some, uh, I got paid quite a bit of money to write letters for people, right? Yeah. Okay. So let's go back to the, you know, whatever the nineties when you could, yeah, you, way back. you way could back. effectively, you could effectively take a sales letter with no images, like write a good, a good direct response, long sales letter, maybe some bolding, some italics and a buy now button, put it online and get good results. Okay. And, you know, I think, I think we'd agree things have changed as far as presentation, (laughs) as far as design and, and layout and uh, such, but how would you compare the sales process that, you know, you were taking people through, let's say, 10, 15 years ago to the sales process that we're now taking people through online? Is there any big fundamental differences other than the presentation and layout? Well, that's a great question, Derek, and I probably ask myself that question some mornings uh, <laughs> when I'm brainstorming, you know, because I'm, you know, well, I'll just tell it like it is. I'm kind of mid-50s, and mm-hmm. it's not an excuse to say you don't change as easy as you did when you're age 30, but it's also the truth. I'm not saying you can't change or adapt, right? Yeah. I'm just saying that it's like a groove in the road that's really deep. And you need to dig a new groove. You keep getting sucked back into your old groove, you know. And so the the long and short answer to that is, yes, I think things have changed dramatically in that You know, I'm just just like that, like that guy I just sent you before we started talking. The guy is selling high end stuff, but he doesn't have long form sales letters. Yeah, he does not. I was just thinking about this when I was having a sandwich before we did this before we met up. He didn't. He doesn't have any long form sales letters. He has video sales letters. He has webinars that go to an application that go to the phones. Where mm-hmm. he then closes them, where a salesperson closes them on a big ticket over the phone, right? There is no long form sales letter at all. Yeah. And 
when you see longer form sales letters, like on JVZoo, they're for something for 10 bucks. Yeah. What seems to have vanished, what seems to have vanished is, and, but I'm not sure why, is the long form sales that are for big tickets. Now, it doesn't, that doesn't mean it doesn't work. What it means is, first of all, the, it's a very high skill level to write those, and not very many people have a skill level to write those. Apparently, it's a lot lower skill level to sell doing webinars and VSLs mm -hmm. because people are selling really big tickets with those like crazy. Yes. And you don't see them doing it with the long-form sales letter. So I think the skill level to do a long-form sales letter is a lot higher. Now, having said that, I mean, two weeks ago or last week, I sold a, a what was it? Not an expensive product, $100 product with just a sales letter PDF because I didn't have time to. I have my, my the, the girl who does my graphic design is busy working on a new product, right? I didn't want a distractor to do the design. If I go out and hire a designer, it may take them a month. My, I have a product I'm getting ready to launch that I hired it as one of the fancy new designers to do. Mm -hmm. It took them a month and a half to get the design done. For, and it's a $10 product. Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong with that? <laughs> but I mean, it's a really slick design. It looks fantastic, right? I couldn't do it. Yeah, I could not. I tried. I could not do it that he's the guy's good, but it took like a month and a half to get it. So I'm just like, screw it. I'm doing a PDF. But I'm also pretty confident that it just didn't sell as well as it could have or would have with a slick web presentation. And then, of course, there's should I if I took the time, I could do it as a webinar or a video sales letter. Mm -hmm. I'm just an old school writer, so it's like, I don't know if you find it hard to do video sales editors or not, or like a little grueling. I find them grueling to do. I could write in my sleep. Yeah, and, and you know it's interesting because I, I, I'm, it's fresh in my mind because I actually just finished a VSL, a video sales letter. Oh, okay. Yesterday. Well, that, that, you're you're perfect because you just went. <laughs> was that a grueling experience for you, or were you like doing it just as easy as you would write a letter? You know, in some ways it was easier. In some ways it was more difficult. Let's hear it. Let's hear the, so, the easier and let's hear the difficult. So here's what I find. With a long-form sales letter, um, I find it's easier to really sell a product, to really dig into – you know, your features, your benefits, right. uh, those key elements really, uh, really get down to the nitty gritty, hit, hit the hot buns. Whereas in a, in a VSL, you can't go into that much detail or your VSL is going to be an, you know, it's going to be an hour, an hour, hour and a half, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, so it was, it's a really good question. And frankly, what I've ended up doing and I'm going to actually test this. I'll let you know how it works out. And it's actually for an event. But um, what I'm doing is a VSL, and I'm going to do a split test. I'm going to do a VSL on its own with just sort of a simple call to action button below that. Then I'm going to do a VSL with a, a modified a long form sales letter below that, and then probably a version without the VSL. Because I'm curious as to, 
you know, with a with a, a product that's in 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 sort of that you know lower price point, not thousands of dollars. What is the best way to go? Now, you know, you got people touting the VSLs are the best way to go, but you know, in many cases, they're selling VSL software of some sort, right? So, um, yeah, but let me ch- let me say two things about three things about this. Number one is John Benson is the high-end guy teaching people to do the VSLs. His thing is like, I don't know, accelerators, I don't know, two yeah. or $3,000 or whatever, right? Two grand, yeah. His average VSL is 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah. For, I mean, that's pretty long, really. But you're right. You still can't go into the depth that you could in, in copy. Now, number two, what a lot of people, I think what John does and a lot of people are doing, there's two variations. One is they'll take a transcript of the webinar and they put it below the webinar. Yeah. And some people are doing either the transcript or the sales letter on exit from the webinar. Agora went to that. You know, Agora, well, Agora and Phillips are the two largest publishers of financial newsletters in the world. Agora went 100% to video sales letters, Mm -hmm. some of which are really long, Mm -hmm. are an hour long or longer, and they do the sales letter on exit. Okay, so you've got a VSL, and then if they exit the page, it displays a sales letter. Yeah, and and yeah, I mean you can find all their stuff on Newsmax because sure. they they run all their financial and health ads on Newsmax, so you can. But they're, I mean, some of their VSLs are, of course, they have high, extremely highly paid people, right? Um, uh, the the stuff is great. Some sure. of it, it's you know. They do it. Some of it's even done in studio, so it looks like a faux news broadcast, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's 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 good. It it's good stuff. But what I let me ask you: that. Have you been? Have you? Are you selling anything right now in the last two years that's bigger ticket, two hundred, five hundred, even a hundred? with long, traditional, more traditional long-form sales letters, or have you almost exclusively gone VSL webinar? Uh, for high-end, I've gone exclusively exclusively to webinar. Yeah. A- and the, you know, the results, I can't argue with results. And, and to that point, you know, you've got VSL, which is kind of anybody can visit it. But when you're dealing with a high ticket item, my experience has been, and this is selling anywhere from the sort of the thousand to five thousand dollars, that a webinar is hands down the highest converting. Um and to take people to a live event and to create urgency and to create uh, uh a better selling environment. It's I haven't been able to match webinars with anything else. Well, now, well, that's a, that's an interesting point, Derek. Now I have two questions on it, right? Um, my question number one is, okay, you do a split email test, right? Mm-hmm. Half the people go to the VSL. Half go to the webinar sign up. You can't just look at the conversions on the webinar. Exactly. You have to look at the total dollars per click because a bunch of people ain't going to sign up for the webinar, aren't going to make it. They may sign up, but they don't show up. Yeah. And if they show up, they don't stick. They may not stick through it all. So the question I have is, have you compared 
dollars per click to dollars per click? So, and, and that's a good question. So what I, uh, here's the closest I've ever done. And that was a, um, uh, post a, a workshop that I'd done, I did yep. a follow-up webinar, okay? And I had always done a follow-up webinar where I would drive them to a live event. I'd be live there on the webinar. I'd open up to a Q&A after, after doing the sales process, et cetera, et cetera. Then I decided, oh, I don't want to have to do these live webinars following it. I'm too tired. I'm going to do a pre-recorded, effectively a VSL, publish it live, drive people to it. And where I was picking up uh, 15 to 20% close on that webinar when it was live, when I effectively using the same script, when I pushed that out in a what was effectively a VSL, they knew it wasn't live, I closed zero. Now, I want to I wanna say that is that statistically relevant? Probably not because it wasn't a big enough sample group, right? So um, uh, having that live feeling and live event seems to add a different element to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, but now here's, but now here's another one. Yeah, well, I hear so many. I see this is so interesting. I find it incredibly fascinating. Let me tell you why. I just hear all these different sides. Like I have a friend named Devon Brown. Devon closes, he told me, he closes four times more people, four times more people live webby versus recorded. Yeah. Right? Four times. I have other friends, though, that do recorded webbies and get not as good but nearly as good results. And then there's a hybrid. The one that is killing it right now, and I don't know if you've tested it or not, but Stealth Seminar has what's called the just-in-time feature. Yes. And it's killing it from the people. I haven't tried it, but from the people I talked to, it's killing it. And here's the difference. If you send them to a webinar recording, they know it's not live, right? Yeah. It's a recording. They blow it off, whatever. Now, the the problem with the typical webinar sign-up is, Let's say the webinar, traditionally the webinar live is four days from now. Oh, man, 30% of the people that sign up are going to show up. Mm -hmm. That's horrible. So, Stell Seminar comes along, and you sign up. It's 2.24 my time right now as we're talking. You sign up right now, and the, the webinar starting page comes up. And it shows that it's starting at the top of the hour. Yep. And there's and there's only one time. It's not like you can sign up for four times today where they know it's recorded, right? Yep. There's one time the top of the next hour. And what's interesting is if you leave that browser open and you go mucking around in your other browsers, yeah. when the top of the hour hits, boom, it pops up. That's brilliant. It pops up right in your face. And because I've had it happen more than once, I, I go to the page, I sign up, that page comes up, I forget about it, I just, I open a new tab, I'm off, boom, the webinar starts, all of a sudden it's in your face. <laughs> right? 
Yeah. And yeah. and I'm hearing some really but but Stealth Seminar, they really got right now a, a fantastic USP. They're the only software I believe that does the just in time function. Of course, I'm sure the others will add it soon. But it's a big difference, Derek. A big difference because yeah. if you're if you're doing a webinar even two days out, three days out that's live, mm -hmm. and the statistics are only 30% of the people that sign up show up, you're losing 70% yeah. of the people. Yep. With the stealth seminar method, 90 to 95% of the people that sign up are on the webinar. That's that's freaking That's a difference incredible. of it's a massive difference. That's well, like a difference just, of sixty-five percent more yeah. people showing up. Yeah. But absolutely. but the brilliance is it they don't know they don't know it's recorded because you know, depending on how far you want to push it, you got the list of attendees there, right? And it appears to be live. Yeah, yeah. I, I you know, uh, I, I can't say enough good things about Stealth Seminars and Jeff. Uh, I actually interviewed him on this podcast a few weeks ago. And have, uh, well, have you have you tried out the Just in Time yet? And, and I, I saw it in there when I was setting up some Stealth uh, Seminars uh, not that long ago. And and I didn't I didn't explore it. I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. But now that you've walked me through it, now I'm actually really See, excited about it. See, I had stealth. I had stealth, and I just didn't know this. This is kind of like an inner secret, and it's like like something that that the people that know don't really want to talk about it. Right. Yeah. I, it's they kind of don't want to spread it. They kind of don't want to spread it around because the guys that are doing this from Facebook ads to webinar sign up. Yeah. Do you understand how big of an advantage they have? So two dudes out there, both pitching a coaching program with Facebook ads, right? Yeah. The one guy don't know. So he's having people sign up for the live webby two days from now, and he's he's losing 70% of his people. Oh, easy. Yeah. The other dude's doing the just in time, and he's getting 70% more people on the webinar for the same Add money. That's a yeah. It's a no. -brainer. I mean, he's gonna crush the other guy, right? I, yeah, you know, it's funny. I I don't know why Jeff has not he, he, he promoted this. Has hasn't talked. You would about think it. he would be in your face, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah. Know, I mean, just like, oh, this is a nice feature. We have this is. I mean, this is this is the, a game changer. This is the silver bullet. <laughs> yeah. Ain't yeah, anybody that's... else got it? It's the silver bullet, baby. Yeah, that, that, that's got to be his headline right now. And, and he didn't even mention this on the webinar I did with him. And, and you know, it's it, you're right. It's it's buried there. And, I mean, still, seminars is awesome. Uh, you know, from setup, from support, et cetera, et cetera. They need to sell that. Um, because I, I don't know, man. It's it's a killer. Like, I use Easy Webinar because it's easy, right? I have Evergreen. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, I love Mike. But, you know, I got to say, Easy Webinar is just easy. But when I heard this about the just in time, I was like, no, 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 man. I, I'm telling you, I think my, my easy webinars got that. Yeah. And, or I can hack it. Right. Yeah. No dog. It, it, you know, you can have it hourly. You can have it hourly in easy, in, in easy webinar, but they're yeah. going to see. Yeah. 10 webinars. Today. There's no, there's no urgency. There's no urgency. Yeah. Huh. That's incredible. That's yeah, that's powerful. 
Uh, so this yeah. is what I call. So for the people here that are listening to this and wanted a great tip is it goes beyond just talking about stealth. I call this the lock, Derek. I, I actually stole that from a guy named DeMarco, I think, who, who who's writes some books on sales. Yeah. He called it the lock. And so the lock is, is he uses it in in-person selling. When you have a feature, right? When you have a feature that the person puts on their must-have list and the competition does not have it, you just locked out all the competition. Yeah. You locked out all the competition. So, you know, we've come a long way in sales, Derek, from, from when you started. I mean, man, I remember you way back with the challenge. Is the challenge, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember you way back with the challenge, you know. And I mean, we've been around this a long time, but and and and, and everything is so much more sophisticated today that I think I think people are drowning in complexity and they can't find any simplicity, right? Well, yep. the simplicity in selling is here's something that's simple. If yep. you can find one thing, one you can find one thing that they feel they gotta have, and nobody else has it. You had just got to hammer, you just got to hammer that. Just hammer it to death. Yeah. In the yeah. age of social media, man, touted on Meerkat, Periscope, Blab, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Facebook page, Facebook video, live streaming, baby. You, I mean, you, you got it. You got, you get your lock. Yeah. And then you broadcast it to anyone who will freaking listen. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's your tip. That's the tip for the day. That's huge. Okay. 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 So I, you know what? I want to change a little bit of direction here because you just started going that's down good. a road. A road I wanted to uh, to explore with you, and right. uh, and and that's that's social. All right. Because I mean, social, I, God, didn't obviously exist uh, for a very very long time. And you know, I I I've been watching you on social. You're you're pretty active. Um, and now, now we're about to go into this whole new world of periscopes and meerkats and, 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 and such. Now, I guess my first question is, is, you know, what are you doing with social right now that's working, working well for you? Okay, so this is really embarrassing, Derek. Okay. I've only done a periscope a few times, not because I don't want to, but it's like, you know, I'm having to change my whole business model. Yeah. And I was a slow I was a slow adopter because I guess because of wishful thinking, Derek. You know, sometimes there are points in your in your business where you just have to be really honest and say, no, on this point, I I was slow, right? I I didn't want to adopt some changes in price points mm -hmm. and just what we were talking about, changes in the web design. Yeah. I mean, all my web designs, most of them are still the old designs. Yeah. Right. So we're having to change to 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 try to come up with which tool are we going to use that I that 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 I feel we can have an infrastructure I can live with lead pages, click funnels, this, that or the other optimized press, blah, 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 blah. Right. Yeah. So anyway, I'm in the midst of these things and then creating some new products and also trying to adjust the new products to not only new pricing points, which then changes your OTOs in your back end. Mm -hmm. And then also changing the sales process from long form sales letters, <laughs> just like we're talking about to Webby's or VSLs. 
And yeah. this is a challenge for me because I am not a verbal salesperson. By years and years and years and hundreds of sales letters, I'm a writer, right? Yep. And it's changed. It's changed. So like this last weekend, I spent it out at a Danny Johnson seminar. I actually teach sales tactics to MLMers, but she had a, a San Antonio web uh, seminar where I live. And I'm mm -hmm. like, how can I not go? She's like one of the best in the world at teaching some of these sales closing methods, right? Yeah. So I have to up my verbal game. So to make a long story short, I haven't been on Periscope and Meerkat like I want, right? But having said that, just from the little I've done, like if I grabbed, I don't have my smartphone with me, my iPhone, but if I had my iPhone right now, I bet in the last hour I've had at least one person add me on Periscope and maybe two. Like my Periscope is blowing up and I'm not even doing it hardly. Sure. It's just blowing up. And, and so it's, it's kind of like when the internet came along, you know, and, and you either adopted it or you didn't. It's really, I think, the, I really think if you are able to and you can find the time, I think you have to be an adopter of this technology. And I know I have, I have a difference like with some people. Like Bob Blight does not feel this way at all. Bob Blight is a respected writer of many books, been around a long time, right? But I have massive differences with Bob, although I respect the living heck out of Bob. He's just, he's a fantastic, incredible marketer and so forth. But, um, but you know, he is not an adopter at all, really, of, of these new media and doesn't see the use for them. Just thinks, I believe he thinks they're just a waste of time. And I see it, the guy I look at and follow personally is Grant Cardone. I mean, first of all, he owns 250 million in real estate. He's looking to buy another 30 to 50 million aggressively. Mm -hmm. um, he, he'll do 100 million this year. He has 25 salespeople on the phones nonstop, and he doesn't spend money on advertising. It's all generated from YouTube videos and social media. He does three TV quality shows a week for YouTube. Mm -hmm. he, he's on Meerkat and Periscope five, six, seven times a day. He's number one or number two on Meerkat. And certainly mm -hmm. I'm sure in the top 10 on Periscope. And now he's on Blab and he's on Snapchat. It's like, you know, the guy is generating leads just with social media and YouTube for a team of 25 full-time in-house salespeople. Wow. I mean, it's a machine. The guy is a machine. I mean, he uses all these people that you, you hear these people go, oh, you can't use Periscope for business. You ain't going to generate leads on Meerkat. You're wasting your time on social media. He's writing articles every week for LinkedIn, for Entrepreneur, for Huffington Post, for Wells Fargo. He writes a book a year, a chapter a week. He's multiple times a day on Meerkat uh, uh, and, and Periscope and doing three TV shows, YouTube quality TV shows weekly. Jesus. And generating, like, fueling a team of 25 highly aggressive, highly, highly, highly talented salespeople who also use Periscope, by the way. They broadcast sales meetings. They're at late at night, they're on Periscope nonstop. To do with, the different salespeople come on, and it's crazy. It's like so, a. So, anyway, that's my take on it is my only frustrating thing is because. I'm involved in having to finally adopt some of these changes to the web, which I'm a little embarrassed. I drug my feet about, 
<laughs> I, I, I haven't participated, especially in Periscope. Par I, I really find Periscope and Meerkat, they're incredible tools. They're incredible tools, but they take time. Yeah. Right? They take, I mean, it's a commitment. It, 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 it is an absolute commitment. Now, let, let's dig into these two channels. Or, well, I mean, Meerkat and Periscope. Well, yeah, you also have the Facebook streaming, which I haven't even used yet. But Facebook saw what was going on. Twitter yeah. bought Periscope, right? Yeah. yeah. And Meerkat was probably hoping Facebook was going to buy them. But instead, Facebook just started their own. So now they got a streaming something or the other. I, I don't even know how to use it. But so no. now you really got three of them. And then there's another one. I forget the name of it. But there's a fourth one that's trying to be a player also. So anyway, go ahead. You know, so and so here's my this I'm with you. I ha I haven't fully jumped into those yet. And uh, I've been experimenting with them. Same thing. You know, I set up a periscope. I put a few videos in there and and you know, all of a sudden there's people following you daily and you're like, "Where are these people coming from?" Now, here's here's where I'm interested to see how the meerkats, the periscopes, roll out because effectively they are almost like an interruption advertising. You know, with a, a YouTube video, I create that content, I post it, it sits there on my channel, and I have YouTube videos now that have 30,000, 40,000 views that I've forgotten about, right? But they're there just building and building and building. And there's legacy value to those, having those up there. The periscopes, the meerkats, um, I feel like if you created a really good piece of content, pushed it out there, you know, there's the real time people that will join you. But uh, once you get into the, the the meerkats and the periscopes, all of a sudden, you know, every hour, if you followed a few people, you're getting interrupted. Hey, come check this out. Come check this out. Come check this out. And, you know, I got to just turn it off because it just becomes an interruption of my day. So then if I create a piece of content for it, you know, there's obviously a link. People can view it there, but it... it well, actually, I, you can download it. So Grant Cardone has them behind a gate. So yeah. at grantcardonetv.com, you have to opt in, and then you get access to the best of his Meerkat and Periscope streams that they download and upload. Okay, so he's posting his streams Yeah, he's posting. He downloads them and posts not all of them, but the best of them. And is he putting them on YouTube? Um, no, no, no. They let you download the video to your hard drive. Sure. When you finish a Periscope, it, it'll let you download it. So then he just sticks it on S3 or whatever his, his media server is. Mm -hmm. You know, I would just upload him to S3 and then just, you know, use JW Player and stick it on my webpage and stick it behind an opt-in, right? So, oh yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah, I get what you're saying there. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it's an, it's an interest. Here's what, where I'm feeling. I don't know if you're feeling this as well, is we've got all these freaking channels now, right? We've got YouTube, we've got Facebook, we've got all Snapchat these new Blab. Snapchat, Blab, Instagram. You know, I've got a, a young guy that works for me here because, you know, I, I, I kind of I feel like that, you know what, I, I wasn't in touch with some of these, right? And so, you know, he's into the Instagram and all these different things. And I'm looking at this going, that's a lot of freaking content. That's a lot of different channels to grow and to maintain. And, and I think when people are getting started, like, where do you even start? Where do you focus your time? You know, it's, it's, it's this question mark. And, uh, and so, you know, being able to obviously reuse content and create one piece and use it across all these channels is, is great. But how are you managing all these different channels as you're starting to go down this road? 
Well, I'll tell you what I was doing really effectively until I, I got really intense on creating this new product. I'm like, I have a new product that's going to be super smoking hot. Yep. And what I know about from, from too long of experience, Derek, is it's like, you know, when, when Mozart wrote his famous symphony, his most famous symphony, there was another dude that wrote a similar one to it. But Mozart got his written first. Alexander Graham Bell, this is a true story, showed up. The day he 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 showed and filed his patent for the telephone, mm -hmm. the same day, but later in the day, another dude filed a patent on the same thing. Alexander Graham Bell got it because he filed it first, but it was filed the same day if you look up the history of it. So yeah. there's these ideas that go in the consciousness somehow. I don't know how. I don't know how. But I know if I'm working on the product. Someone else is pushing to get it out also. Yep. So I'm pushing to get it out first. Because I know you put out products, Derek, and how many people told you, oh, I was working on the same thing, dog. And you're like, yeah, I know. I know you were. I beat you on purpose. Right? I know you yeah. were. I beat you on purpose. Because uh, my friend Joe Vitale says money loves speed. So here's what I was doing. You, you get in a routine, right? So here's what, what I was doing is I got my, my iPhone and I – I, I'll tell you, I ran into a little snag, too, and I'll tell you what that snag was. But anyway, you take your iPhone and, and when you're waiting for your lunch, right? If you have a picture that you've already snapped, then what you do is you can put it in a Snapchat. In a Snapchat, you can edit it, and then after you edit it, it'll, it'll let you upload it to Pinterest, to Facebook, and to Twitter. Then you pop over to Instagram, and you upload it over to Instagram. So with with one dealio that you, you that you set up, right? You you can upload it to all of those services. Now there's also one that I use called Word Swag, which is really awesome and lets you put the words on the photo, right? Yeah. So again, you could use Word Swag. You snap a picture out somewhere. The only snag I ran into is Word Swag has like Pixabay pictures built into it for the backgrounds. Yeah. And then you can just write a quote and upload it, which is really freaking fast. You just need to think of some quote, stick it on there, boom. However, you know, those pictures are presumably in the public domain, but I'm not sure if, if, if some slip in there that aren't somehow, you can get a bill for like two or $3,000 from Getty Images per photo. So, and I don't know how closely those things are screened or how they would even screen them. I really, I know a friend of mine got a bill because he used one he thought was public domain and was supposedly public domain, but wasn't, right? Yeah. And he had to pay up. So that leaves you with having to take the photos. Well, then it becomes a little bit of an issue because at my age, you know, like when you're, when you're under 30, maybe 35, you can snap any picture of yourself anywhere and you look incredible. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, like I Justine on YouTube. She she can't take a bad picture. She just can't. Yeah. Right? Me, I if I take a picture out in the sunlight, I look somewhere like death warmed over to Satan, somewhere in between there. <laughs> I mean, I got bags under my eyes. I look now if I take it indoors with with good my pro quality lighting and so forth. I, I, I look halfway decent, right? Yeah. So I ran into a little thing. Uh, the social media is heavily slanted towards younger people. 
Mm-hmm. So that leaves me with me needing to take pictures of nature and so forth. That's okay. I don't have to have my own picture in there, right? But mm-hmm. um, where I live is a little bit, you know, limited. Like, I kind of ran out of ideas for what I was going to take pictures of. Yeah. And that's, you know, I mean, it's a stupid. It's a, you're like, you're going to let that stop you? I mean, it's kind of a stupid <laughs> obstacle, but it really... There's a little bit more to these things to work out, Derek, than just kind of appears on the surface. I mean, you say it's a little thing, but you do have to have good engaging photos on there. Sure. Absolutely. You just can't put, you know, these people that are really good at this. Like, there's this lady up in Austin named Betty Rocker who has a really big Instagram following. And she she sucks them in very effectively into a uh, fitness funnel, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And she's really good. She Her funnel is really good. And she's really, really good at what she does. Um, but, you know, she's posting photos of her working out, and she's got a rock-solid six-pack abs and all of that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's got a bit of an unfair advantage there. And, yeah. And, and, and a picture she can take. And, yeah. Huh. So, all right. So. So I don't know if I answered your question. I presented yeah, yeah, yeah. more problems. I gave you more problems, Derek, than I gave you answers. <laughs> no, that's it, it, it is a problem. And in, in, well, in at sense- my age, I don't know what you look like. Now I haven't seen you in a couple years. At my age, you know, I'm not a spring chicken, and I think it is challenging for guys, gals over age fifty, maybe age sixty. You know, people don't like looking at your picture like they do a twenty. 28-year-old girl. Sure. Or even guy. I mean, there's a lot of guys that just look great on social media. Yeah, super photogenic. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, all right. So, I'm going to take us in a bit of a different direction now. So, I mean, social media obviously is, you know, we're not denying it's the rocking. power of it. It's the future. It, this, it, well, it, I got to say one thing. Meerkat, Periscope, and all these streaming services are going to change the world, Derek. And I'll t- just like the internet changed the world, I'll tell you why. This is not Google Hangouts or YouTube videos where it's like more talking heads and more static and and no Mm -hmm. interaction. On on, on Periscope and Meerkat, you have the text chat interaction, right? Yeah. Now, not only that, Meerkat started a thing uh, called Cameos where if I'm on a Meerkat, I can pop you in for 60 seconds, your video in for 60 seconds, and you'll be on camera instead of me. Ah, really interactive. So Grant Cardone is using this like crazy. Like he'll ask a question and then start cameoing in different people to to answer it. And they don't have to have a webcam. They're on their phone. Sure. Right. It's freaking amazing. And talk about testimonials. He'll he sells products this way. I'll be like, hey, who bought my secrets of closing the sale? That, that wants to come on Cameo. Okay, you do, Tim. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to put you on Cameo. You ready? Okay, great. Boom. All right, tell me what you thought. And and there, Tim's live testimonial. Wow. That's it's massive. powerful. That's unreal This is going to change powerful. the world. And instead of instead of a boring talking head video, the number one girl who's maybe number two now on um on Meerkat is named Nora Sariga, and she's like a supermodel. She's in fast the Fast Cars movie, whatever those is with Vin Diesel. Yeah, yeah. She's a model. She's a supermodel, right? And, and and she does these chats when she's cooking her evening dinner, to walking her dog and so forth. Yeah. 
and it's not her doing a talking head thing. She's cooking. She's listening to music. She's dancing. She's walking her dog. It shows her at modeling shoots. And then it's the and she interacts with the Texas. She's a very engaging person. She's very sweet. Wow. Or at least acts that way. And and she's very engaged. And it's this toe. You feel like you're interacting with her and you practically know her. And then, then she's having a seminar thing in a hangout in Las Vegas where all her meerkatters could go and hang out with her. So it's just a whole new level of engagement. It's it's going to change the world, Derek, because like in the old days, I got a carpet cleaning business. And yeah, maybe I do a YouTube talking head video about my carpet cleaning business. Nowadays, I fire up my iPhone and I broadcast live when I'm cleaning Mrs. Jones carpet. Huge. And I yeah. put it on and I put it on my uh, 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 I put it on my my Web page. You want to see how we clean carpets? Come watch us live. Right. Every day, 12 o'clock. Incredible. So, okay. So now for those guys getting started, we've got Meerkat, we've got Periscope, we've got Facebook live streaming. Um, where are you spending your time? Where, well, if you, you if know, you were a betting man right now, where would you start building your platform? Well, with the, uh, with social media, you mean, or just in general? No, no just with those, with those, this new platform this new because the meerkats the periscopes those are sort of the two leaders there facebook's now stepped in right so yep. they've got live streams so we've got these three to choose from facebook live streams i, I don't think it's really picked up steam yeah, yet. facebook hasn't caught on as far as i know but but with their audience with their built-in audience they could easily crush meerkat and periscope possibly because they have the they have the the eyeballs the audience but they haven't done it yet so right now um and their service I don't know that they're quite there yet. Uh, right now, you know, um, it's interesting because you get a lot bigger audiences from what I've seen on Periscope. Yeah. Um, and I have a ton of people picking me up on Periscope. I'm not seeing that on Meerkat. Meerkat has a, but is a higher quality audience of the people that you actually have on the streams. Like Grant Cardone, when he's on Meerkat, he, he does his evening Meerkat is where he teaches serious content. Yeah. The Periscopes during the day is where he does his entertainment value stuff. Ah, interesting. Now I wonder because, if he's because he's, on, on on Periscope he's got all these people come on, new people all the time. They don't know him. They're not real serious. A lot of them I don't know that are real serious business people. Some are, but he gets a lot of skeptics on there and so forth. So that is his large draw. And then what he does is he moves them over to Meerkat at night. He tells them now tonight at seven I'm doing a Meerkat. Out of teaching hardcore secrets of closing the sale. Mm. So he cross sells them from Periscope over to Meerkat. And then from both Periscope and Meerkat, he broadcasts live as he's recording his YouTube channel videos. Yep. So he sucks you into his YouTube channel, which is then that's really where he sucks you. The, 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 the beginning of the funnel is Meerkat and Periscope. Periscope having the largest draw. Meerkat being easier to do serious teaching with. Mm -hmm. But then he sucks them into the YouTube channel because there he, he controls it. It's a controlled environment a lot more than Periscope and Meerkat. Yeah. Yeah. So one, once he gets you on his YouTube channel, he has you because his shows are, are amazing. Right. So, okay, so the, 
All right. So, so I, I mean, it's a question. You start on Periscope. If you only do one, you probably start on Periscope because you got the biggest draw. Sure. If you're going to do two, you probably do Meerkat because you got an audience over there and you bring in more serious people. Yeah. But just alone, I don't know they're going to get you where you want to go, Derek. I mean, this is all new. It's all it's all evolving. Yeah, we're totally speculating here. Really, I think it's got to be combined with it. It's really nice if you can combine it with the YouTube because now you have, I mean, you can do, now you have a social media thing that's still video to push them into. Because, mm-hmm. like, let's say you want to push them over to your Facebook page, which yeah. is great, but you're trying to move them from video over to non video. Yeah. It, that doesn't really make sense. What makes sense is to suck new people in, the viewership in on Periscope and Meerkat, and then push them into your YouTube channel. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's yes, that makes a lot and more sense. And from YouTube, and then with all of that, of course, you push them into webinars. Grant does um, specials, now a monthly webinar for 50 bucks. where you get a webinar that's like a two or three hour webinar, plus you get like an ebook or something. Mm-hmm. And it's an entry level offer. So he's pushing that all month long, all month long, all month long. He's pushing that on Periscope and Meerkat and YouTube. Right. So that's the entry level funnel offer. Right. Right. And then and you so- get on the $50 webinar. The one I was on, the last one I was on was like, I don't know if it was 50% pitch, probably 50% pitch. It was a lot of pitch. Yeah. For the back end, but but by then you're so you're so locked into this guy that you just don't really care. Yeah, there's so much time invested in this. So so just to summarize that funnel, so yeah. he's taken Periscope and Meerkat, he's pushing them to his YouTube channel. From his YouTube channel, is he selling people into a webinar off his YouTube channel? Yeah, and you also push them off of Meerkat and Periscope into the web. Everything funnels into the webinar, whether it's the YouTube, the the Periscope, or the Meerkat. But but sending them over to YouTube is definitely it really enhances your pool. Sure, sure. Because you um, you because yeah. you control it more. You control the environment then. Absolutely. So uh, this is interesting. And then the webinars where you spend $50 to be part of that, which would be kind of his tripwire, if we're going to use that that phrase. Yeah, he also he, does. He'll also do cheap products. He'll do half off of products, you know, whatever. He'll do, Grant will do anything. He'll do anything to get an entry-level sale, anything. Yeah. And, and then from there, on his webinar, what's the price point that you're selling up into? Uh, the one I was on, it was 1000 or I think it's 1000 Right. Okay. So anyway. And then it goes up from there. I mean, then you hit the phones. Right. By then you're, you you bought the 50 or you bought, or you bought something for, for seven or 10, right? Mm -hmm. At that point, you know, you're on the phones. Yeah. Which is buy or die with Grant. Like you don't, you know, I don't know that you ever get off his phone list. Maybe. Right. Which is, so so for everybody that's listening to to us right now, you know that what what we just walked through there was a really 
sort of an A to Z funnel that's also combining an offline component there, right? So you're drawing from social media. And, yeah. and I think this is where a lot of people fall apart, right? They, they don't think through what their funnel is, right? And, uh, you know, they're, they're driving people to the wrong medias off different media. So going from a Periscope uh, or a Meerkat into a YouTube onto a webinar. Uh, and it's interesting that he's selling that entry-level webinar and not giving it away for free. So he's pulling a more qualified audience in. Yes, and then, that's the whole point of it. Yeah, yeah. And so then the people he's getting on those webinars have they've invested something to be there. And then then he's moving them over to an offline channel, getting them to call where they're now working through a a, a phone room or from his yep. sales team. Phone and, uh, you know, so I mean, that you know, I, I don't think people take enough time when they see something working to truly understand it, the level that you've just understood. Well, it well, yeah, Derek, and people go, you know, you got to understand people are going to go, well, that's a lot of work. Well, it's also a hundred million dollars <laughs> a year. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, sometimes you do got to work quite a bit to make a hundred million. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. And, 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 you know, if you don't want to make a hundred million and you can skip that whole phone room part and just do webinars and, and make a pretty healthy income. Right. You so. do really, you can do, you know, I'm sure you can do a million off of webinars at least because if you're doing the coaching, a lot of people are selling, as you know, 10, $15,000 coaching and are doing a million a year pretty easily. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, coaching's not a huge part of my business, okay? Oh, today. it's not? It, it, not today, I, I ha but I have a small that little boutique. That surprises me because so much has gone to coaching. It has, and it's not that, it's not that I, I don't want to. Um, let me rephrase that. I used to have a huge team. We used to have 30 coaches. I used to have our own call center. And before I sold the Internet Marketing Center, that was all in there. And that was a pain in the ass. <laughs> the only yeah. way to put it. And so um, so I, I, I don't ever personally, and it's just my lifestyle choice, I don't want to go down that road again, right? So I now have a, a little boutique coaching program where I have one guy that services it for me and, and somebody that works closely with me that I trust. And, you know, that, that, that can, that's a quarter million dollars a year. And that's just done off some webinars. So, you know, to that point, you know, people thinking, well, I don't want to have this huge thing. Well, you can create an incredible income on a much smaller scale without having to have all that infrastructure. Now, I want to loop, uh, loop uh, back as we're starting to wrap up here. We've been talking about a lot of stuff and there's social and there's, you know, there's all these tools. There's all this stuff. And, you know, I know you've been helping people now for God, over 15 years, get started online. You've built your marketer's dashboard. You've, you know, you've done a lot of products to help people that are getting started really accelerate what they're doing. And so, you know, Here's my question to you. When somebody's getting started online, they're starting up their business, or, or they just want to start a business, all of this stuff we're talking about, it's like drinking from a fire hose. It can be massively overwhelming. So when somebody's getting started, you know, what is the advice that you give to them um, from the get-go? Well, it's a, great, it's a great question, Derek, and I'm sure you probably are faced with that question every day of, of how do you help people. And, and it evolves, you know, <clears throat> I have pat answers, but then they're always, it always kind of depends on the individual. Like I have one guy, he's been a customer a long time. I help out here and there because I like the guy. He's been a great customer for as long as I can remember. Right. Yep. He, um, he isn't 
uh, advanced enough yet. He's working on creating his first product, but he's not advanced enough. You know, uh, but what he kind of likes doing is video, and he's and he's still doing like the uh, 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 talking head videos. Mm-hmm. But you know, he's kind of like me. He's not the young. He's not a real spring chicken. So then he discovered Powtoons, and and he happens mm-hmm. to be really good at Powtoons because he's a machinist. He was in a machinist for a job for a career. Mm-hmm. So he's detail oriented. I saw, and he's selling them now on Fiverr and stuff. I mean to. Uh, selling like 150 bucks, he'll do a little Palatines video for people. Yeah, and he's kind of, and, and that's just kind of starting to work for him. So I, I just told him the other day, do more video. You're good at it. You're liking it, right? And you can, but he's not generating leads off of it. He's selling his service, but he hasn't got to the point where he's generating leads. I'm like, man, dog, you got to get your squeeze page up and blah blah blah. So he's going to be doing that, right? So yeah. for him, that's just kind of getting some traction. Uh, I normally recommend the same thing you were doing back in 2000, 2001, Derek, and with IMC, <laughs> right? And then yeah. I, I still run an affiliate program. It's just, it's just that game has changed a lot because it's all gone to Zoo and WSOs. Yeah. And it's a it's a changing market because the Zoo now is 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 largely about SAS software, software as service, which Mm -hmm. a newbie is going to have problems with that. But you can still sell info products on JVZoo. Uh, Mm -hmm. Now I'm talking about the IM niche. We'll talk about non-IM here in a second. But for a newbie that wants to be in the IM niche, really the easiest place for them is WSOs because the the customer doesn't expect SAS software for seven bucks. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, there's a lady named Barb Ling who um, is a friend of mine. And Barb does these little cheat sheets and sells them for like $1 to $3 each. Mm-hmm. And then she has her little OTOs and so forth. But it's a $200,000 a year business. And she's she can only work not a lot of hours a day because she has some physical, a lot of physical limitations. Mm-hmm. So $200,000, hardly any overhead working a few hours a day because she has a lot of physical issues. That ain't bad. That's fantastic. That ain't bad, right? Yeah. And doing simple products and no fancy web design. She ain't got click funnels. She right. don't use lead pages, man. She is on, you know, probably hand coded HTML from 1997, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Or whatever. I'm not sure what she uses. But anyway, uh, so you got that. Now, if you're in niches, it's a little bit easier depending on the niche. Some niches are actually highly competitive. There are some niches out there that are less competitive. And you can still just contact people, have your own affiliate software, and get people to promote the affiliate products that way. Now, Mm -hmm. but then there's other, like if you're, see, I wish I was great at numbers, Derek. At, at detail, because I'll tell you a story. Like I have a friend named Peter Visser who has big mouth marketing. His partner in that business generated 700,000 leads for university of Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and, and Peter is like, I call him the Facebook at Jedi master. He's amazing. And, and so just yesterday, he put up a new funnel. It was day one of the funnel. 
And day one of the funnel, he got 500 leads at a buck 33 each. Day one. Wow. Day one. And the funnel goes into a $2,000 product back-ended by $3,000 a month coaching. So it's going to be real. And that's day one. That's without ramping up the budget, without, without optimizing anything. There's no optimization there yet because Facebook hadn't had time to optimize it. Right. Sure. And he's going to have his opt-ins down to like 30 cents after it optimizes. So Uh, my, my point of that is, but he has great attention to detail. Like he's setting a one day retargeting. He's got a one day retargeting custom audience, a three-day custom audience. Then he's got the big pool custom audience. He's got a dynamic email sequence made an active campaign Mm -hmm. so that every single customer gets a different email sequence depending on what they open, what they click on, and what they watch. Wow. How about that? Like, I didn't yeah. get that. I didn't even understand that concept until he showed me yesterday and my jaw dropped. Yeah. Like it, we never seen this. That Derek, imagine, imagine being able to send out a piece of direct mail that's a hundred percent bait customized to demonstrated interest by that person. I mean, that's what you can do with email now. Like, you know, what they're clicking, what they're watching, what they yeah. haven't. If they haven't watched it, you can send them an email. If they clicked it but didn't watch it, you can have a different email sequ- thing. Everything is, di- the whole entire sequence is dynamic. It's incredible. It, it, yeah. So anyway, but I know, again, a new person's like, oh, wow, dynamic sequence. I don't think I could deal with that. So for me, yeah. I'm not a detailed person. I just mm-hmm. can't do fa- I'm not good at Facebook ads. I'm a personality driven marketer more. So I do the social media and I do my affiliate program. Uh, yeah. And I'm getting Peter to teach me slowly Facebook ads because there's so much. Oh, wow. Facebook ads is so incredible now. It's just. What you can do now and Twitter also Twitter ads are coming on real strong. You can just a new person can go in, Derek, and if they got a good, a decent funnel, you know, they can ramp up pretty quick with Facebook ads. Oh, it's there's no other source of consistent, reliable, quality traffic that matches, I think, today at the for the cost per click to Facebook. It's pretty, and the volume, the volume is just going to be staggering. You know, you got to really watch the conversions because they can drive a lot of traffic, you know, and you're like, wow, I just spent 20,000. Maybe I should go check my conversions. Oh my God, I don't have it. (laughs) You know, but I have a lot of engagement. Yeah. Yeah. Facebook, I engage the crap out of these people. So yeah, you got to, you got to watch, you got to know what you're doing and watch conversions. The other thing I'll say is this. Derek, I don't know if you know the people doing this or not, but it blows me away. Is like I had a friend named Claire. Claire was making, you know, I don't know, ten or twenty thousand a month. I think she has done about ten thousand a month. She joined a coaching program that teaches you to hold the consult to to hold the consultation, the strategy session, right? Mm-hmm. She raised her price to three thousand dollars. 
her second month doing that, she went from 10,000 to 100,000 in month wow. two. One strategy. Just that one thing. And that's all she's doing. She and yeah. she keeps topping, she keeps hitting a hundred thousand. She's raised her price now to four thousand dollars. And it's just an eight-week mm-hmm. coaching program. It's not like it's four thousand and she's got to coach him a year. Yeah. And then she has a mastermind also. So I know that when you ran IMC and you had all these coaches and all this complicated stuff, right? But yep. but if somebody can come in and just do the Facebook ads, send them to the webinar from the webinar to the application for the strategy session, the strategy session. Yep. And sell a three or a 4,000 something. They can go from not making any money to really good money and maybe spectacular money. Guys and gals are doing it, Derek, now in a matter of two or three months. Yeah. Oh, I'm seeing it all the time. And and it, and it works. I mean, I've been there and I you know, I've tested I've used it and it, it does work. I mean, the, you know the, what? The, the 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 associate programs I think are great. I love associate program and you know why. You know the history of that, right? Sure. But absolutely. For the new person if they can have someone teach them Facebook ads the right way. I I think trying to learn it from scratch is hard. I think you got to have someone show you how to do the Facebook ads and how to mm-hmm. do the strategy session. Yes. Would you, uh, are, I mean, are the, we in sync uh, on this? I'm, I've to, talked a lot. To, Tell to, me what you're a hundred percent in sync. And, and, you know, a couple of things for people listening to take away from that is, is one, the last thing you just said there is don't reinvent the fricking wheel. Um, yeah, it's a stupid you know, thing to do. It's going to cost you so much more in time and money trying to reinvent mm-hmm. the wheel, Derek. It just is. It just, it just yeah, is. It, it, absolutely. And, and you know, I, to summarize kind of what you're saying here too, I think, is is pick something and focus on it. And so whether that's, you know, mastering Facebook ads and building out a funnel um, to sell them into something, whatever that is, as people are getting started, I think the biggest mistake I see right now is people get in and they try and do everything and they get nowhere, right? Yeah. So, you know, pick something, focus on that, master it. You get to get to that level of mastery with it. And, um, oh God, I had one other what are you putting your new people into? Uh, right now it's webinars and events. Yeah, so, I, I really think that's, uh, but where are they getting the traffic from? How are you getting people traffic? Now, are you talking about myself or no, no, no? Clients? For for your new people that you're teaching them how to do webinars and how to do events, where how are you telling? Oh, okay, them to get okay, okay. To their webinar and events, right? Sorry, I was talking about myself there with webinar events and oh no no how no. Do no. I get, how are yeah, you yeah. teaching your new people to get traffic and what are you having them sell? I've got clients in just about every niche imaginable. Okay, so all the way across the board, I'm not focused in one niche or the other. I have people from IM to people who are doing dog stuff to people who are doing physical goods and merchandise. And here's my message to anybody is if you have a product, you need to find out where your audience is. If you're selling physical goods and merchandise right now, you should be tapping into the big channels, whether it be Amazon, eBay, et cetera, et cetera, where people are actually looking for that stuff. If you're selling information, if you're selling that kind of stuff, then... You know, 
you're going to be in Facebook. Um, if you can make pay-per-click and AdWords work, great. You know, uh, content marketing, all the stuff that comes along with that, right? So my message is, is look, every business is a little bit different and you need to figure out where your market is and then find a way to engage with that market on whatever platform that might be, whether it's on an Amazon or on a Facebook or on a Periscope or on a, you know, on Google, wherever that is, right? So, uh, so th- you know, I've always have a, have a, a, a bit of a beef with uh, the, this is the number one traffic strategy for every business out there, right? You see the pitches, we see them all the time. And the fact is, is there, is, there isn't one thing that works for every business exclusively. Right. So uh, now that being said, where do I think the biggest opportunities exist today? Well, if you're in a just about just about any business, there's ways to make Facebook work. Uh, And then if you're selling physical goods and merchandise, you know, stuff that people are actually out there like buying on the sites like Amazon's, the Ebay's, tapping into those third party channels and getting your products out there are huge as well. Right. So but it comes down to where's your audience? Where's your market? And uh, and getting your product in front of them, and the last thing that did that did that really just popped into my head that I'd forgotten about a minute ago that I wanna I wanna come back to um, because I think it's one of the most important skills that is overlooked by people that are getting started online today because people get stuck in the you know you get stuck in all this cool social media and the latest WordPress plugins and all that crap, but at the end of the day. Everything you've been talking about, people won't be successful with it unless they understand how to sell and understand that whole that whole sales sequence. And I mean, this goes back to the sequence itself still is not all that different than, in my opinion, you can agree or disagree, but to 12, 15 years ago, your amazing formula, right? Well, you know, the, I know, the, and the, I wonder the... about this because, like, I don't have John Benson's VSL formula thing, so I really don't even know what he teaches. I I know what still works for me, and it's what you're saying is, you know, I mean, people still buy benefits. that You know, they still are interested in themselves and not your product. I don't think these things are going to change. And, and and that's exactly my point, right, is, you know, people get all – they jump online and they get on Facebook and they start doing all this stuff. And they try trying to model what people are – you know, these, these guys that are really successful are doing, but they don't understand what they're modeling. And so, you know, you came into it understanding how to sell because you were selling offline. You were selling via direct mail. You were in the copywriting world. And I believe that even today, I don't care if you're writing a VSL, uh, creating a script for a webinar, or writing a long-form sales copy. The One of the most important skills you can have today is to draft a sales process, which is effectively, at the end of the day, copywriting. And to speak to the, uh, you're talking about John Benson's Cellerator. And it's funny you brought that up, because I actually bought that a few weeks ago. Because... You know, he's the the guy. Oh, good. You can give me your take on it because I I just have friends who use it. Like I have two friends who got it, and I'm and and you know, out of curiosity, I was just like, is is this formula any different than what you know I've been using for years and and has been proven to work, etc. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and so is it that much different? Um, 
I'm going to say not really. The, the, the core structure still exists there. Now, what's really cool when you get into VSLs and the psychology of the VSLs and how John Benson does it, you know, there's definitely some, some you know, some NLP in there. There's, there's um, you know, he's really getting into the training of uh, things like pattern interrupts and, you know, reframing and, and, and stuff like that. So, you know, there's some. So really maybe good the stuff more advanced, on top of a basic cell structure, he's layering on more advanced techniques. That's exactly it. But when you peel back the layers, you know what? What's the very first thing you're going to start with? A headline. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, and, and, and what's the he headline formula? It's the same formulas that have always existed there. Right? right. You know, what's your first slide? You know, it's it's going to be uh, a pattern interrupt. And, and, yeah. and effectively, it's your first freaking paragraph of your sales. Right. Line, right? right. Yeah. You know, so so is it that fundamentally different? No. I mean, what I like about John's is he's a great copywriter. Right. And and there's a whole bunch of pre-written stuff in there. So he's also uh, you know, got some he, kind of software or something. Doesn't he have a software? or something uh, yeah it, it's it's kind of a quasi software so what it does is is you work through this process uh, we sound, probably we not sound like we're pimps for john benson i don't even know no, how I, got no, no. I don't know how i got on the topic it's just that like <laughs> you start talking about cop i guess when it hits vsls you know his name comes up it, it does absolutely and vsls work go to clickbank right VSLs kill it there. So, uh, you know, looking at this, uh, it, it's, a, it's a tool that walks you through a process of effectively writing a sales letter, but that rather than like your push button sales letters, which, you know, you, you've been there, you've done that, yep. rather than producing a sales letter, it spits it out into PowerPoint slides. So. So now you just take that PowerPoint, you format it, you clean it up a little bit, add some animations, fire up your screen recording, Camtasia, and away you go, right? So, it, you Dude, know, you need to it, try one of these out and, and let me know how it works for you. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, 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 you got to split test it versus a, 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 a just-in-time stealth web. There's the ultimate test. Here's a great <laughs> Just-in-time yeah. stealth seminar webinar versus accelerator VSL. All right. Okay. I'll I'll try and make it happen. I'll, I'll try and make it happen and you'll be the first one to know the results. Yeah, right? The uh you know and and so anyway, the message that I'm throwing at, at everybody here is is if you want to sell online, at the end of the day, Facebook, social media, forums, WSOs, whatever they are, those are just channels to get in front of the audience. But if you don't have a good message, if you don't have a good process, a good funnel as, you know, sort of the, I guess the buzz phrase today, rather than sales letter, it's sales funnel, you're not going to get a result. And so, um, yeah, I mean, would you, would you agree with that? Well, yeah, you know, it's really interesting because I won't mention his name, but there's one guy I know who I kind of admire him. So before this, before we started talking, I sent you over the the link to the guy with all the slick graphics and my God, he's yep. got a four video launch and everything is like enormously slick, right? Well, yep. there's this other guy and he's taking people. He charged him $15,000, right? Mm -hmm. And it's an eight week thing. And here's what they're going to do in eight weeks. They're, they don't need any branding. They have no slick graphics. They have one photo taken with their iPhone. 
They use yep. a literally a lead pages webinar sign up page with that iPhone photo. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, they go to a scheduler to schedule the strategy session. Well, they, they I mean, they go from lead pages to the actual, uh, I believe it's, I think how it goes is a lead pages to the stealth. And then it immediately goes to the stealth seminar just in time web page pops up and at the top mm-hmm. of the hour, the, the webinar begins. It goes to a very basic application, whether it's survey monkey or whatever the survey software is, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's the phones. So literally, there's no branding. There's no graphics other than lead pages and an iPhone photo. Mm-hmm. There's a survey that's done in WooFoo or SurveyMonkey. And there's a templated pitch for, the, for like an hour conversation to sell coaching. And that's the whole model. And then Facebook ads. I left out the Facebook ads. Yeah. Right. The the fancy, it's interesting. This is, you'll get a real kick out of this, Derek. You know where the the fancy graphics come in? On the, where? on the Facebook newsfeed ad. <laughs> it's like the one place that he spent a hundred bucks, probably over at 99 <laughs> designs is to yep. have, is to have the, the Facebook newsfeed ad done nice. Yeah. Yeah. So literally as far as money, People are out for lead pages, whatever lead pages is now, 50 or 100 bucks a month. They're out maybe 100 bucks over on 99 Designs to have a newsfeed ad designed. Yep. And then WooFoo or SurveyMonkey is the, I think they're free if it's low volume and this is low volume. So that's probably free. Yep. And, And that's your cost. Yeah. That's, that's the cost. That's it. That's the whole. Yep. It's a, you know, and in that sense, comparing it, Derek, to what you were doing at IMC and I was doing in the old days, it's a lot cheaper. Oh, God. Yeah, and faster and easier. And faster and easier. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But it works. And to that point, everybody that's coming online yep. seeing the really fancy, complex, high-quality Hollywood-style video launches and stuff like that, if you have a really compelling offer and a really well put together sales process, sales letter, funnel, VSL, you can be massively successful with that still. Yeah, no, I guess the reason I brought that up was it, it fed into what you were saying that that it's really about the offer. Yeah. And about being able to get people to spend some money. And while so many people are doing really high-end launches and fancy, incredible stuff that's like a fireworks show, to do a hundred grand a month, you don't have to have that. No, absolutely not. And, you know, I mean, look at uh, look at Ryan Dice and Digital Marketer. I mean, every one of his basic products is built using a very basic VSL. Right. There's nothing fancy in that, right? So, um, yeah. Yeah, you know, again, it 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 you don't have to go to that level. And and back to that initial message is and and I I truly believe it's one of the reasons that you've been around so long is because you came at this knowing how to sell. And what I've seen over the years is the people that figure out how to sell, learn how to sell, invest in the education to learn what is a good sales letter? How do I draft a good sales letter? Or at least understand what it needs. 
Those are the ones that can consistently produce offer after offer that converts. They've been around for forever versus the entrepreneurs that I've seen that have been the flash in the pan. You know, they, 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 I don't want to say they're lucky, but they had the right offer with the right message. Maybe they didn't understand why it worked, but it worked. But when it quit working, they couldn't recreate that because they hadn't taken the time to learn how to sell. And so, you know, if there's one message, I think I would take away from our, our call here today, everything we've been talking about, although we've been talking about lots of tools, stuff like that, social, all this really comes down to learning how to sell. And I think that's well, social is really about the traffic. The Facebook ads about the traffic. The associate program is about the traffic. So you got to have the people to sell to, whether it's from yeah. social media, Facebook ads, associate program. Somehow you got to get the people to sell to, and you got to have the way to sell them, whether it's the sales letter, the VSL, the webinar, or on the phones, right? Exactly. And now, now, but there is a transition from like, I do believe the one thing is this. There's this transition from traditional long-form sales letters to the to webinar or VSLs. And this is a little yep. bit different skill set because I, I think I could say that, Derek, because the translation for me, it's still the same sales structure, yeah. right? But as you pointed out, it is a little bit different on a VSL and a webinar because I'm used to going in really, really granular detail on sales letters. Yes. Right? You can't do that on a VSL or a webinar. It's the same sales Correct. psychology. It's the same sales structure, but there's an adjustment. And I can't really necessarily define it, but there is an adjustment to be made. And, and you were yes. really the one who pointed it out that you can't go into such granular detail. Yeah. And, and you know... The more I think about it, if I had to say which one's easier, I would say for me personally, a VSL is easier. It's easier to create. It's easier to um, to produce, I believe, than a really good long form sales letter. Oh and yes, yeah. I think I, I think a lot of people have a lot of people can do VSLs that can't do a long form sales letter. Yeah, exactly. And, and and to that point, I think there's lots of good structures and templates that are easier to follow for a VSL than long form sales letters. So you know, it's it's uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting time um, uh, right now. I think there's lots of we're in a we're in a time of transition. But but, in, but let me ask in, you this: in, in, from in IMC, it. from IMC days, from IMC yep. to now, yeah. For you, for your business, what do you think your number one biggest difference is from IMC days to how you run your business today? What's the number one biggest difference or change? The absolute number one biggest difference for me is the infrastructure, both in manpower, people, and technology required to generate the equivalent amount of income has drastically changed. So today I can run a business that does seven figures a year and I can do that from my laptop. I've got teams virtually. I can manage all that virtually. I don't have to have my own servers in data centers. I don't have to have programmers to create all of this stuff. So effectively, I think the biggest change for me now is I have freedom because all of the technology has progressed to a point where, you know, I can sit down and I can put together an entire sales funnel point and click without having to code a damn thing. 
And so uh, if I had to look at the biggest difference from when, you know, we had 100 people, two offices to, to where I am today is the ability to create a heck of a lot more income, a lot more scalability in a business um, without having to have the aggravations and headaches. Of well, and the overhead. Resources. I mean, the overhead, offices yeah. and employees eat up money like an alligator. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, uh, to keep the lights on, when we were turning about $30 million a year, people go, wow, that's $30 million a year. But our base cost, and this isn't cost of sales, okay? This was just to keep the lights on, to keep everybody employed, was over a half million dollars a month. You want some pressure. Yeah, so that's a big nut each month, right? <laughs> that's like, a freaking big nut. you don't run out of sales ideas for next month, you know? Well, yeah, and I mean, and and that's the interesting part with internet companies like this is is things change very very quickly. It's not like we're in oil and gas or mining or whatever where you know everything moves slow or in traditional industry things move quickly, right? So the ability to be able to scale up, to be able to utilize all this cool technology that is elastic with our business, you know, as we need it, it's there. But when we don't need it, we're not saddled with it, and that's freaking huge. Um, and that's what excites me about the internet now is is God, I have a life and a great business, right? Well, dude, just and, think uh, what's going to happen when you get the results of your just-in-time versus accelerator test, uh, and now you even crush it more. Yeah, yeah, I'll be sending you uh, a, a bottle of whatever your favorite <laughs> is in the mail. <laughs> no, you'll just be you'll you'll just be you'll just be telling me the the. Uh, their results. No, that's a that's a that's a good one. You know, and it's so interesting. I I don't know. I hope what people really get out of this, Derek, is, you know, I I think that a lot of people just get in internet marketing and or marketing in general for for money, and that's okay. Everybody's got bills to pay, right? Yeah. But if you lose touch with the basic fascination with an excitement of marketing. That's that's really when I think you've lost. Because yeah. I see I it's been I've been in this full time since 96. I'm still yeah. excited to hear about your test. Peter Visser yeah. Skypes me, you know, yesterday at 5 a.m. in the morning. I'm having my coffee and he's Skype and I'm on Skype going over his numbers from his Facebook test. Right. Because it excited me. And he's doing a yep. native ads thing. It's called native ads on Facebook, which is a whole other topic. But he's just killing it with it. And to me, that's exciting. So, you know, we talk a lot about, we talk about the selling and we talk about the social media and all these different things. But I think at the, the you know, you always hear the trite crap, Derek, about passion and all that junk. And I don't know that like that does the word, but I think there has to be this core excitement and fascination more with just the processes, the learning, the discovery and, sure, and still absolutely. being excited because you've been in this long as I have still being excited mm -hmm. to perform that just in time versus accelerator test. Yeah. And being excited yeah. to see those results, right? Sure. Absolutely. And, and I can say that any mastermind group I've been part of over the years that is, you know, collectively made up of successful online entrepreneurs, maybe not 100%, but 95% of the people that have been successful, and they all share that passion.
They, that excitement, that ah, I can't wait to take and test this and see what happens, you know? Yeah. And I, so, yeah. yes, I, the people, because they, they're still turned on by it, even if it's been a long time, I think you have to stay in touch with just that basic love for it. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's beautiful because we can do this and we don't have to go to an office. You know, we don't have to go to a job. And, and no, but it's gonna be it's so. gonna be so crazy because you're talking about the mobility and low overhead. Mm-hmm. But I, I, Grant Cardone believes desktops are gonna gonna completely disappear. This he's like, you got to be on mobile, Periscope, and Meerkat. He's like, you got to build your business because he's like, we may not even have desktops in the future. So learn to run your your webinars from your iPhone, right, and your iPad. But oh. but imagine. Yeah. The kind of where we're headed, Derek, you said you can run your business from your laptop. Pretty soon mm-hmm. you're going to be running it from your iPad, baby. Think yeah. Well, that. and it, you know, we're almost there now. We're close. We're getting, we're getting close. And I mean, at the end of the day, you know, one of my laptops is the size of a freaking iPad. I can, you know, so I mean, <laughs> in theory, you, you can. Yeah, and you're going to be and, mobile. That's the other thing is, is you mentioned yeah. mobility. When you had IMC and you got servers and people and desks, uh, you, you, you can't get out of the office for more than like three hours because somebody has a problem and they need you. Yep. Yep. Right now you're entering this mobile thing where where imagine because you can just you can you can really do it if you're really good with the technology the cloud based stuff Google Drive you take your whole hard drive and you can literally put your whole hard drive onto Google Drive you can yeah. it's online you can literally do it you can take yep. and have a 100% cloud based business ran from mm-hmm. an iPad and go around the world this is actually a guy did this recently. He took his whole hard drive, stuck it on Google Drive. Yep. He took all of his apps. He's uh, apps now almost. I mean, not apps, but programs. Almost all of them now have app, uh, have cloud versions. Yep. So he took his whole entire business on the road for like six months, one hundred percent cloud, and yep. ran it. I can't remember if he was off an iPad or an iPhone. It was all mobile, one hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I. You know. Other than heavy content creation, in the future, your general day-to-day stuff, an iPad would be just fine. Well, you can do Camtasia now on an iPad, but you're probably sure. not. Uh, but it's probably, no, to do it just 100%, it's probably not quite there yet. But I will say some of those video editing programs on my iPad are pretty robust. Oh sure, I I was I was editing some videos on my iPad uh, not long ago, and the first time I done it, I was blown away by how easy it was, but how good it was. I know, no, that's and, that's the same with me. I thought, oh, this will be clunky, and I used it, and I'm like, yeah, man, I don't know, I, I may dump Vegas Pro to be editing some of this on my iPad. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And and again, it's all cloud based too. So I mean, I can take it on my Adobe app and access my other stuff, and. And I'm already in the cloud. Everything's on Google Apps. You know, I, I don't I, – I, if I – and I did this actually a few weeks ago. I poured a whole glass of water on my MacBook, cooked the whole thing, walked down to the Apple store, and a couple hours later was back up and running with everything as the way it should have been. Wow. Right? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's a whole different world now. We don't need servers. We don't need any of that stuff. You know, when I hear people say, oh, my, my hard drive blew up and I lost everything, you just shake your head. That's not the way things should work anymore. 
you know, it's 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 a it's an exciting time. So, all right, um, we <laughs> we've already blown way over our time here, Marlon, and I've totally enjoyed this session. Um, and we, God, we've covered a lot of stuff here. So, what I want to do is uh, give you an opportunity to share. How can people reach out to you, follow you, find out what you're doing? Sounds like you got something in the works right now. Where do they go? Yeah, we have some new products, but but really the best thing is just. It's just to participate in some of my content that I have for free. So at facebook.com forward slash Marlins News, M-A-R-L-O-N-S-N-E-W-S, Marlins News. That's just mm -hmm. a Facebook page. And I post a lot of links to content, articles, blog posts, videos on there. And then my blog yep. is also just marlinsnews.com is the blog itself. So that's just plug into some content, see what I'm about. And, you know, and, and that's just a great way to get started. Fantastic. And uh, for everybody listening, I'll post all those links in the show notes. So uh, at entrepreneurignited.com forward slash podcast, you'll find this episode there. And if you, if you, anything that we mentioned, any of the URLs, any of the tools, I'll make sure those links are included in the show notes as well. So uh, Marlon, uh, you know, uh, thank you very much um, for, for taking the time today and also just, you know, candidly sharing and uh, I really do appreciate it. Yeah, it was exciting, Derek. I think we covered a lot of really great topics. I hope it's useful and helpful helpful to people. And maybe they have a, a vision of their future with a uh, completely mobile business. So I think that's uh, that's on the very close horizon for us. Absolutely. Fantastic. All right. Well, that, uh, that there was a lot of information in there, everybody. And uh, like, I, like Marlon said, I hope you guys got a lot out of this. Uh, we covered a lot of information. And I knew we would. Um, because, you know, again, Marlon's been been around for a very, very long time, has done so much. So uh, once again, if you like this podcast, head over to iTunes. Make sure you subscribe there. Leave a review. I'd love to hear from you as well. And as always, you can get the entire transcription of this podcast as well as all the show notes at entrepreneurignited.com forward slash podcast. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. We have some more exciting episodes coming up over the coming weeks with more experts and insights and information to help you grow your business on the internet. Thank you very much, everybody. This is Derek Gale signing off. Bye for now. You're listening to the Entrepreneur Ignited Podcast, where we aim to simplify online business so you can make more money.